0: Si quedaría, da da da. Oh, desaira ya partiré, sacaré la base de batir. Que estamos si quedaríamos a saber, saber, Que se desa, más si quedaríamos a morir. Que seré ya si y quedarás y quedarás. Quedaríse te dijamos y quedarás y da. Quedaríse modernidad de dáxima si quedaría y da. Se más Des amor, si queres amor, si quedarías a daras y te mo será. Quedarías amor, se di amor, se quedarés Que se mozada de sal, y que amor de si darías a Que la mose da se desa desa Que la mose Se da barice mo si cari amor Se cari amor Se cari she esa barra Que mo se desa Save myself save myself Jesus King of Heaven, you reign forever. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus King of Heaven, you reign forever. Say, Moshe, that is Shabbat, si Moshe, da He's coming for your heart He's coming for your heart and he's coming for your heart he's gonna win you over he's coming he's coming for your heart this this is the day that he's made De 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 darisha mosi de sabari shika de 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 ba de kida basi de de shika de sabadi ashabadi sa de de keda de de shika shada lava ba ba basi kamosi de darisha kida lisha basi de darisha sabade. Your hearty cries. that is There is more it is a That is de That he said, "Adishawasi, cedaria sabade, she Babasita Babasi, tamo si queres, derisa baresi queda." Hey, yes, your glory, your glory, your glory, your glory, Lord. Yes, your glory, your glories. Ya de acha kabar sabade, cedasita basi. Yeah, he wants your heart. Yeah, he wants your heart, yeah, he wants my heart, yeah, you want my heart, God. glory lord hallelujah okay if anybody decides to listen to this journal glory hallelujah um jesus 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 I just felt like doing worship in tongues um, for this journal. I I never thought about doing that. Um, I've seen people worship in tongues like on YouTube and stuff like that. But I never thought I would do it and then post a journal about it. But like, yeah. So, um, some of the things that I said in there were just like downloads from God as I like was praying in tongues. And for those of you who don't know what praying in tongues is, um, when you become a part of the heavenly family of Jesus Christ, when you get baptized in the Holy spirit, his Holy spirit, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and savior, your spirit becomes awakened by his spirit, by his Holy spirit. And then you're born into a new, a new life. You're born into Jesus Christ. And so then the next level of that is you should get baptized in his Holy spirit. So first there's the awakening of your dead spirit. Cause when you, when we sin, when we're born into sin, our spirit is dead to God. Our spirit is dead. We have our souls, we have our body, but our spirit is spiritually dead to God, which means we're spiritually separated by our sin, and we have no access to God. So, what what needs to happen is you get born again. It's a suit. It's supernatural. It's a spiritual thing. So, if you're trying to you know figure it out through your natural mind, you're not gonna you're not gonna get it. But we get born again spiritually. It's it's, it's seen without. It's believing without seeing it, you know, having faith that God is who He say he is and that God is real God and that God is spirit. And so he fills you up with his spirit when you receive um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you get a download of your prayer language. We each were born spiritually with a particular prayer language, um, by the Holy Spirit. So my tongues won't necessarily sound like your tongues. And your tongues won't necessarily sound like someone else's tongues. But some tongues do sound very similar. But everybody has their own prayer, prayer language with God spiritually. We talk in the natural like this. And we can we can say prayers like this. But having your spiritual prayer language with God is perfect worship. Perfect prayer. Because it's his spirit praying through you. It's his spirit praying through me. The perfect will of the father. It's, his, um, it's just perfect worship. Because it's his spirit and our spirit joined together. And his spirit is praying through our spirit. The will of the father. And so you're having like this spiritual conversation with God. Praying about stuff you have no clue unless God gives you the download of what, you know, you're praying about in the spirit. But it's just like, it helps you deal with like a lot of things. Like when I feel really disconnected from God, I just, I just start trying to pray in tongues and eventually I come out of it and I feel better. Um, It takes practice. Just like when you're a baby, you're learning how to speak, you know, dad, dad, mama, you have to practice your, prayer language, once you get it, because it's a new language, you know, you, you, you have to build it up. And then what it does is it edifies your spirit, man. So for a long time, you weren't connected to God until you got born again into his spirit. And then your spirit awakens. And now you have to start filling your spirit up with more truth, more light, more of God. And you do that by praying in the spirit and obviously reading your word and spending, you know, prayer and worship with God and all that stuff. But speaking in tongues, building up your most holiest of faith, you build up your spirit, man, and he becomes stronger. So things that used to bother you don't bother you the same way, or they don't bother you at all. Like you just start to see yourself change. And then you could be praying for your family and not know it. You could be praying for, you know, nations and not know it it's um it's just your prayer language it's just the perfect will of the father being prayed through you and you know dealing with that stuff that's in your your soul that's really messing you up um and sometimes you just I I assume you know sometimes you might be having joy and laughter in the spirit like you know I've, I've cried you know praying in the spirit because like there's a place in me that was just so deeply wounded. And like, I just, my spirit just took me to that place. And I, I just, it's like birthing something out of your pain. But um, yeah, I just felt led to do this journal and uh, a a tongue worship, prayer, tongue worship. And then, yeah, I just said whatever downloads I was getting as I was praying and, um, and playing my guitar. It's a that's pretty much how I clear my head on um, music because I am a musician. I'm not like an awesome musician, but it's still part of me. It still helps me clear my mind and I was really tense, you know, the last couple nights. And I wasn't sure why I was so tense because um I don't know if I said this in my last couple journals, but I basically separated myself from my family, from my my husband, from my mom, from my cousin, you know, I only had one cousin I was close to, and I separated myself, because we got into a disagreement, and in this season, it wasn't, it wasn't, this particular part of my journey, I needed to be focused, so I could fast track, fast track my healing process, and you know, dealing with the loneliness and all that stuff. And I still end up facing loneliness Um, like one day this week or whatever. And I decided to like go on like a Christian app and like try to make friends. And I did find some female friends, some females I could like potentially be friends with. And so one girl, she was 37 and we started talking Um, the last few days. And it was just like, She's kind of like a handful, like when it comes to talking to her. So like, even though she was older than me by ten years, it was like her emotional maturity was one track, and for me, it's very. I don't know, like I just can't get with that because I've been one track before, and in this part of my journey, I can't afford to be stuck one track so even like she she for instance guys reading the bible and talking about certain things that are tough to you know discuss in the old testament she would basically read based off her her internal wounds so um her her issues in life she basically was projecting it when she communicated to me about a particular passage she had read. And so it just it became hard to have conversations about the Bible because it was always coming from a place of her hurt rather than looking at the bigger picture like yeah this person did do this but they did this for a bigger reason than what you're judging it off of and it just became like I'm like lord I wanted to try and be friends. I wanted to try and be social again. But, like, you can't be social again if you don't, you know, practice on someone. And so I was trying, in the past, me being a friend, if I didn't like what you said, I ran away. And for the first time, I didn't feel like running away from this person just because we disagreed. I didn't mind that we disagreed. I just, I mind that, you know, her, her, she was thinking more so in a box. And that was, it wasn't just with the Bible. It was just like anything we talked about. It was, it was very small thinking. And I used to think small until I learned more, I gained more knowledge and got more healing. And so I don't judge everything based off the wounds in my soul or because one person did me this way. This is how this person is in the Bible. Like, or, you know, this is how people in the world are. It was just like, one track minded for me. I just can't flow with that anymore because I'm not there, you know. And I thank God that I'm not there. But you know, this part of my healing is really important. And so I was like, God, I'm not running away from this person. I don't feel the need to run away from her because we're disagreeing. But she is a handful. And it feels like if I leave, leave now, and I'm talking about investing to build a friendship, is this someone I really want to invest in to build a friendship with? And I just started to think, man, with my divorce about to take place, it's like even for the future of like dating or whatever that's gonna look like. I'm like, if I want God to bring me the right husband, even if that means remarrying my husband, you know, if he gets his act get if he gets his act together and you know end up remarrying, um, yeah sure but like god i'm like god if i'm trusting you to lead me to the right man in the future now i'm gonna also trust you to lead me to the right friends because i want to go find friends because you know i just got tired of being you know without any human connection you know any and so um i'm like okay i'm not gonna run from this and i kept you know judging you know analyzing Am I doing this for the right reasons? Is my heart in the right place? Am I running based out of fear or am I staying based out of this and that? And so I wanted to make sure that I was doing, I was sticking around to try to build this friendship, you know, in a few days, I wanted to make sure I was sticking around for the right reasons and that I wasn't running based off of insecurities. And because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to live a life on insecurities, and so for the first time, I did not feel a need to run just because it was hard or challenging or someone completely different. And it was because this person was, com- you know, pretty different in the way that she- actually she's really similar to the old versions of myself. But, um, the fact that I'm in a new place and disagreeing with that part of my life because I've healed from it is it like, um make sure that you stick around for the right reasons. But then I was like, God, I'm not running. I'm actually embracing it. And then there's that whole thing when, when people don't like when you say something, they want you to explain what you're saying to them because they feel like they deserve an answer or like, why would you say this if you're not going to explain it to me? And so I told her she was being hard headed because of I didn't tell her it was because of her one track mind mindset. I just said she was being hard headed again because I told her this before, like a day, like two days ago. Like you're being hard headed um, because she's like she's like stuck on. She's just stuck on certain things. And um, doesn't really embrace outer knowledge. Um, So it's kind of like she's in a bubble. And so when you're stuck in your own bubble, you become hard-headed to even be teachable. And what I learned is I want to be teachable. Teach me. If I'm wrong, teach me because I'm not trying to be stuck in darkness the rest of my life or stuck doing things that are hurting me or won't make me a better person or the best version of myself. So <clears throat> she she just wasn't teachable like everything she and I've been there before though that's the crazy thing is like I'm looking at the younger version of myself and her but she's 10 years older than me and it's just like oh my goodness like this is crazy like it makes no sense I felt like I was the older one anyways so um couldn't teach her anything you you know and I I try to be teachable But I try to be teachable about truth, not just anything you're saying. You can say whatever you want to say, but if it's not truth, I'm not going to receive it um, as truth. It 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 has to be knowledge and truth that I can one, go study, and then two, determine if that is really truth. And so you can say a million things to me and... And me, I'm at a place to where just because you say it doesn't mean I need to internalize it and receive it as truth or internalize it and receive it as my own personal beliefs. And that's what's wrong with so many people is like, just because I say this, you should make it your own. No, you shouldn't. You should discern and determine if that is truth and if it's something that will produce something good in you. Um, So... I told her she was hard headed, and she continued to talk through the conversation. And then by the end of saying everything, she says, she, she says, this is what you meant when you said, basically you called me headed And I was like, nope, that's not what I meant, but I'm not going to tell you. And I didn't say it exactly like this. I'm just paraphrasing because I don't have the messages in front of me, but I just told her that I'm not going to tell you what I meant. And the reason I said that. Is because she was already getting defensive. Mm. Sorry, I got a text message. The reason I said that was because she was already getting defensive, and um, getting defensive through her explanations in our conversation before she even addressed me calling her hard headed. And I was like, "This is exactly why I made the decision not to explain what I meant by hard headed." And she's like, "Well." Why would you say it if you weren't? If you can't explain it, and I didn't, I told her I didn't say I couldn't explain it. I said I won't explain it. And someone like that, you can't really talk to when they're like edging you on, and they just they want a response, but then at the same time they're so defensive, and you know they're on the fence the whole time. And for me, it's like I'm not gonna give you an answer when I can already tell the way you're talking through the conversation that you're not even going to receive what I say. So there's no point in me saying anything further and giving you f- fuel to your agitation. So that's just where I'm at in my life. I don't, I don't want to argue with you. And if I see a red flag, I'm not going to fuel, fuel the fire. You know, guys, it's just when you, and I, the thing is, I didn't know this in relationships It's what I'm learning from, oh you know getting healing in myself and paying attention to my dysfunctional habits and so putting it all together paying attention to my dysfunction learning from my relationship with my husband our dysfunction and my mother our dysfunction and just seeing like this is not the way I want to communicate and this is not the way I want to be forced into um, I don't want to be coerced into giving you an answer because you want to manipulate the conversation or manipulate me or control me because you feel i you deserve an answer and um just if you guys listen to the podcast with my mom i mean about my mom like we got into it and i'm at a place where it's like you can't just talk to me any kind of way and think i'm going to give you what you want like if you don't come at me with peace and I can in show your maturity that you can't even handle my answer. I'm probably not going to give it to you because you're showing your maturity level. And so, I don't know. It's just like you develop wisdom on how to communicate with people based on how they respond to the little stuff. If they can't handle little stuff, don't give them bigger stuff to chew on. Because they're going to choke on what you give them. And you're going to end up in a, some big unnecessary fight. I told her she was hard-headed, but... I, I I told her she was hard headed, and I would have explained it if she would have showed some maturity in her next responses about our conversation topic. But I see growth in me and it's crazy because I don't even have any relationships to practice this on necessarily to learn this stuff. And so I was looking at her as an opportunity to develop some social skills because I asked the Lord to work on me um, develop my social skills help my personality because I know the type of person I am like I'm like I'm very honest I'm very honest and yeah I have to practice on what to share what not to share and that's what I was doing I was exercising wisdom on should I tell her and should I not tell her based off her behavior and so she may I guarantee you if I told her what I just told you guys she would completely disagree and have a full day but you know, that's really not my problem. But the reality is I'm growing up so much and I was stressed out a little bit. I wasn't sleeping well the last two days. Actually, I seem to sleep fine. the la- Okay. So I met her like three days or like, three days before this day ago. So I guess today would be like day four. And so the first day we stayed up all night talking, like getting to know each other, swapping stories like girlfriends do. And I ended up being up to like 6.30 6 30 in the morning because I was talking to her and it took me a minute to fall asleep. And I don't do that unless I think you're worth investing my time into. If I feel like you're not worth me investing my time into then I'm not going to stay up all night with you. And so, but that conversation ended the same way the conversation ended yesterday. It ended with her um, just not handling me calling her hard-headed well. <laughs> but the thing is, she, she kept showing me, like, this hard-headed mentality. And uh, for me, that shouldn't... The only reason that's going to feel like a threat to you is if it's some part of it is true and you don't realize that it's true. And so it comes off offensive. And for me, if you told me I'm hard headed and I'm being stubborn and it's actually true, I will receive it because I know who I am. I, I look at myself and I analyze and I, I look at how I say things and why I say things and I know what I'm doing, you know, there, you know, Even in the past, like, not way back, way back, before I started this journey, but, like, even, like, maybe the last six months, I pay attention to what I do. I know when I'm wrong. And I'll tell you, yeah, I might be wrong, but it doesn't mean I want to admit it. So, I'll I'll be honest and tell you those things. Now, had it been, like, two years ago, three years ago, probably not, like, because my head game was just not there, but... I'm just gaining so much wisdom and understanding from just practicing, you know, paying attention to myself and seeing why, where is this coming from, Lord? Is this a place of insecurity? God, heal all my insecurities because I don't want to function out of my insecurities. It's not who I want to be. So I, don't, I wasn't really planning on doing a long podcast. I wasn't planning on doing a journal at all today. Um, But I guess I just felt the need to because I was feeling stressed, stressed from sleeping. Like I couldn't hardly sleep today. I had the strangest dreams. I can't even tell you. I'm pretty sure one day I'll do like a dream journal um, episode or whatever. But today is not that day. But I just couldn't really get proper sleep. And so I feel kind of tired in my eyes. And I was wondering, Lord, is it because I was talking to her that I feel this way? It just seemed like yesterday, everybody decided, everyone who I'm not talking to decided to message me. My mom messaged me. My husband messaged me. Um, I had my bank calling me. I I just had like a bunch of things happening yesterday. I was like, okay, Lord, let me deal with this differently than I normally would deal with this. And, And then I decided, hey, let me give this girl another chance to see if she's worth talking to and developing a friendship with. And by the end of the conversation, she couldn't handle my my lack thereof response to answer her question, to choose to answer her question. She couldn't respect the fact that I wasn't going to answer her question. And so she just said, good night. And I said, okay. And I didn't say it out of like, I said, okay, girly. And then I just like blocked her because it's like, it shouldn't be that hard to develop a relationship with someone to be your friend. And it shouldn't be this complicated between Christians. But the reality is it is complicated between Christians who aren't really focusing on their healing, um, like all their healing. And she, she's going through a lot of stuff, but it's like where she's at emotionally I would have, like, I mean, she's a year out of her divorce, been separated two years, a year out of her divorce. And she's more focused on her divorce than I'm focused on my divorce. And my divorce is taking place next week. So it's just like emotionally, it was just like, how did you have a year and still didn't develop, you know, to this level, at least this level? And I'm not I'm not saying everybody's journey should be like mine, but like you should want enough healing inside of you so you don't keep going backwards emotionally. You should like yeah. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, like, get out the darkness, don't stay there. Do whatever you can to get out of your darkness, don't stay there. There's nothing good left in your darkness. The only thing that's good is what comes out of it. And that's you becoming a stronger person. And if you don't know what you're doing, get help. Google YouTube resources, whatever. Ask God. Hey, Lord, I don't know how to get out of my darkness. Lord, show me the way. Give me step by step by step how to get out of my darkness. Like, you don't need to stay there. And if you want to go faster, Lord, I really want to accelerate through this dark part help me go faster help me understand it quicker help me give me revelation whatever like just get out of there get out of there like when bad things happen don't stay there because the more you stay there the more wounded you will, you will become the longer it will take for you to open your eyes because you keep dwelling on your pain don't dwell there you just you give yourself more wounds in your soul and I'm learning so much about healing the soul and like wounds and stuff. Like, man, you keep putting, what do you say, rubbing dirt on, I don't even know. Like, just don't stay stuck in your pain. Don't dwell there. That is a dangerous spot to be. And I noticed that a lot where we're talking to her, she kept reiterating her pain. And I'm all about sharing what I've been through. But I'm not about dwelling about where I've been through i need I'm about what do I need to move forward from my pain because I lived there for twenty seven years, right? So I'm ready to i this is why you separate this is why you need to isolate yourself from people so you get a clearer picture. Sometimes you just really need to isolate for a bit so your eyes can see what the dysfunction is. But okay, I'm I'm kind of like going on a tangent. I feel like, but the reason I got on here because I was praising and worshiping through tongues because I felt stressed. It wasn't like a full blown stress. It was like I just wasn't. I didn't have any peace. It was like I wasn't resting properly, and I kept wondering, Lori, was it because I allowed myself to talk to someone who also, I mean, like who didn't have peace? And so every time I talk to her, I go to bed, and I don't feel rested. But then the one day I took a day off to not talk to her and I felt completely better. You know, I slept fine and, you know, I was well rested. And so I just wonder, was there like causation from talking to her and going to bed, you know? um. But so I just needed to clear my, I guess you would say my soul. I need to clear my soul. <laughs> bit and so worshiping helped and that's how I ended up on here but I am looking for friends but I'm not actively searching myself anymore after that incident like I don't want to call her an incident it's just like talking to her made me realize God you can send me the right friends but if if I do meet someone I will practice developing my friendship skills Um, and developing my communication skills, my social skills, my people skills. That's something I'm really interested in doing, because I know for me, growing up, I wasn't a good friend. I was actually a horrible friend if I I were to go back and look at how I actually was. Um, I wasn't really there for my friends the way that I probably should have. I was there, but I wasn't. If it wasn't about me, then it wasn't like as important. But like, I did try to be there, but they they never like they did open up to me. But maybe I was just too invested in myself and my confusion during life. I mean, I wanted to be center of attention because I was going through emotionally. I was pain I was in pain and I was confused and I wanted to be happy but I was sad and I was just lost. <laughs> and so that person was was a friend quote unquote she was in friendships but she was a bad friend um yeah so and then i look at that through college from high school to college to now to go from having friends being not a good friend recognizing that you're not a good friend in your older life and and then realizing now i have no friends and I don't. I realized I didn't really know how to be a friend, even though you watch it on TV. It's not the same at all. You really have to develop this skill to be social and to care for people, and to put yourself to the side, not to ignore yourself, but to embrace someone else's life, someone else's journey, and then say, "How can I be there for you in your journey? How can I be with you, and and like really be there for you?" And then is friendship is like very similar to being one flesh with your your spouse the difference is it's not romantic it's just platonic and for the first time i'm gonna be honest with you guys i'm gonna be honest with you guys and then i'm gonna get off here talking to a girl in the past has been very confusing for me Um, because in high school and college, beginning of college, I really wrestled with my sexual identity, not that I wanted to be gay or homosexual or anything like that. It's just that there were always, um, there was always this part of me that needed to be romantic because I was, I was having a void inside of me. I needed someone to love me back and I didn't really care where that love came from, um, Especially if I was attracted to you, I didn't really care what that love came from. I just needed someone to love me. And so I struggled in the past to talk to females outside of like church and stuff. If I met you online or whatever, or we have some like phone or email relationship, then I struggled. I wrestled with, you know, keeping that those, those lines clear, rather they were blurred for me. Even though I was a prac, I'm I'm a practicing Christian and all that stuff. It's just something, something in me was still off, and so for the first time, guys, I'm being a hundred percent honest. I talked to this girl. I was texting her, writing her, and and honestly, I have no clue what she looked like. Um, she like in her picture because we met on the Christian app. Um, her picture was like she showed like the bottom part of her face. So, from that part, she seemed like she was a beautiful person, like, on the outside. And then she was, like, Puerto Rican and stuff like that. So, it just seemed like she was a beautiful person. um, Just from, like, what you could see. But, if you, I mean, who knows? And who even knows if that was really her picture or two? You know? Like, I don't know. But anyways, for the first time, I'm so excited to tell you this. And I hate that this podcast is so long because it wasn't even supposed to go this far. But... I had no lines blurred. There was no romantic background for me. And that is so much progress in my healing journey. Like, even though, like, I have a husband, I like dudes, I'm not into girls, it didn't matter. Something in my spirit, something in my soul, a wound in my soul, you know, that lack of love, but then also, like... Struggling with my sexual identity. There's a lot of spiritual things that goes on with that. You know, um, homosexuality is a spirit. And then there's also, homosexuality also deals with wounds. When you get hurt, you get wounded in your soul. So it could, homosexuality can carry through the bloodline. You know, it can, it's, it can carry through the spiritual DNA. Or it could just happen because someone rejected you and didn't love you. And you're looking for it. And a lot of times that's where that's coming from. Is you need someone to love you back. And it doesn't matter what it looks like. Um, and for the first time, guys, I did not feel that. You know? So I know that my healing is progressing well. I know that God is healing my heart. He's healing my wounds. He's he's making sure that I have no issues with any sexual immorality or impurity and also like if you're watching pornography and masturbating and stuff like that that stuff is going to play into opening up doors to those demons who will influence the genders that you like and the things that you like so don't think you can masturbate and watch porn and then not spiritually affect you and then um mentally and emotionally start to turn your attractions towards the same sex. It can do that. And it happens so often. So for me, I've been really working on closing those doors, keeping those doors closed and praying about it and stuff like that. Praying about I talked to you guys in like the first episode about my um a couple episodes, a couple journals about my struggle with, you know, pornography masturbation and stuff like that. Because That stuff's real. Most people and probably 90 plus percent of Americans are wrestling with this. So and then in the church, which is it's crazy because we were supposed to be the example. But, you know, who's teaching who right now? So I just wanted to share that that was a that was really great. I mean, I was thinking about it with the Lord, but I, I hadn't really discussed it with the Lord because it was like, is this really happening? Am I really, am I really cleared? Like, am I really okay to talk to other females and not have that romantic aspect in the back of my head? And I'm like, yes, yes. Because God created me a clean heart and God continues to create in me this pure heart so that I don't have those lines blurred because that does run in my family, that that fornication, that homosexuality, that confusion. I mean, like I have a cousin and he he came out like a year or two ago to the family online. So like, I know there's something in my spiritual DNA that was carrying, you know, some sexual immoral type of stuff. And it just kind of carried on to the children. So if you guys are parents, be careful about that stuff because that does carry on to your children or the generation after them. It could skip a generation, sure. But I love you guys. Be blessed. I thank you if you finish listening to this journal. It's super long, but like at the end of the day, these journals are for me too. They're my personal diary, I guess you would say. My public personal diaries where I just share my life and I know one day, one day something big will happen with this journal. But um, yeah, let me see if I can find a song for you guys for this one.